This is Mona Lisa Baseball, season two. I am sitting down with Anonymous 3, being interviewed by Anonymous 1. Welcome to the show, sir. What a pleasure to be here. Hat size 7, by the way. Hat size 7. Okay. 7 and 1 8 uh, coming from this side. Okay, so I have been eyeballing you for an interview for quite some time. We took a hike a couple years ago that I got to ask you a lot of questions and uh, I kind of confirmed that you were an interview that I was quite interested in. And here's the reason why. Here's the reasons why. Uh, I've known you a very long time and I've highlighted you as a baseball guy through and through. And at this point now, not only have you had your entire playing career, and we'll just go ahead and say you're retired at this point from your baseball career. Doesn't mean you couldn't play another ballgame. You have been on my softball team, and you are a manager at this point of a junior varsity high school baseball league. Is that correct? That's correct. Five years going. Five years into a junior varsity baseball manager. Have you been the the lead guy or the manager uh, all those five years? Yeah. Uh, we, we being my pops and I, we co-manage little good cop, bad cop operation. He runs the books, and then I do strategy. Okay. Okay, so what happened today was I came out and watched uh, my first junior varsity game in quite some time. Saw you out on the field as the manager. Uh, my girl and I arrived at some point in the first inning. We saw it through eight full innings, and we actually had a dinner party to be at, and we had to leave early. I was informed that the game ended after 11 innings, and y'all lost. Two to one. Lost two to one. <laughs> Best game I've ever seen at any high school level. I'm... Um, it's unreal. Like, you can't ask for that good of baseball at this level in a seven inning game to go 11 full and lose two to one. Not, I mean, really wish we would have pulled it off. What yeah. are you going to do? Obviously, obviously, <laughs> a coach is going to want the win. It yeah. didn't work out that way, but it was some great baseball played. So, I'm going to throw some questions at you from things that I observed. From, we're going to start with what happened today and. This is going to kind of highlight where baseball's at, where baseball has been, possibly where it's going, and I found some very interesting things about attending the game today. So first things first, I want to start you from the very beginning. My mm. girl and I were going to go to a game. We're very excited about it. Uh, we One of our things on our list today was to grab a largest bag of peanuts possible. Nice. And so we showed up at the ball game, and the first thing we noticed when we sat down was a sign that said, please no unshelled <laughs> peanuts. So I was attending a baseball game, and I was not technically allowed to eat peanuts that were in a shell. So I found that extremely interesting because it was something I never fathomed. Did kind you of, not see that in the rule change? I did not, yeah. Kind of similar <laughs> to going to a ball game and seeing a net covering the whole stadium. I did yeah. not see that coming. But there I was with a bag of peanuts. And to be perfectly honest, I ate unshelled peanuts. How dare you? All 
eight innings that I was there. <laughs> but I did gather them up at the end and throw and them frisbee. into the wastebasket. Well, much appreciated. A lot of people don't think that way, which is why that <laughs> sign exists. Yeah, how dare me. So, first of all, you're a baseball guy through and through. Um, kind of the point of this show was I'm always coming from a place of and for the health of the game. You are a player slash ex-player and a coach slash manager. So you're going to see it from several perspectives. The one I'm interested in the most right now is the field that you're playing on. Because when I played, it was, I've never played on a field that wasn't grass and wasn't dirt. And so I couldn't help but notice that you guys had a dirt mound and other in the other areas. So the first thing I wanted to ask you was, do you happen to recall what the field was referred to as? It was like speed turf. You're asking me. I, I'm asking the lady on this one. It was something to the degree of speed turf. So back to Anonymous 3. Do you know what the field, your home field is? Do you know what you play on? Do you know what it's made out of? Yeah. So I don't know the best way to describe it, but it's essentially recycled tires, rubber pellets. Mm. Okay. Okay. So that helps like um, create the like the longevity of the turf, which is the whole reason why it's there in the first place. Yep. Okay, when you're talking about high school baseball, um, it's the most efficient way to get games in and mm-hmm. cost effective. Correct. Um, you know, if it was, if we had the money that major league teams have, would you, would we prefer to play on natural turf? Like, absolutely. Yeah. So there's no comparison as far as like the type of baseball, uh-huh. but it ensures that there's a safety aspect of it. Um, there's a cleanliness to it. And we play year-round. I mean, we've had a game before where it was raining, and we waited 20 minutes, and then we got the game in. Yeah. That doesn't happen on the natural, on natural Well, fields. not, yeah, not, especially at, not in, in at, that location. high school, Because right? I had played on that field many times. And it was and tattered back in the day. As someone had referred to it earlier to me, getting ready to play a mud football game in January when it hadn't rained for a few months, I said, are you sure the field's wet enough? And he informed me. That field's wet in August, bro. <laughs> so that's how we used to play on that grass field. Since then, it has changed to this upgraded system. Okay, so recycled tires. So I noticed that the grass is kind of seems to be one thing, and then the perceived dirt area seems to be oh. something else. Do you know? Here's what I couldn't figure out. When I was watching the game today, when a ball would be lower in the dirt, it would almost bounce off it like it was dirt but i could never see any evidence of dirt i saw a few people slide head first and stand up perfectly clean what is this area that seems to be dirt that isn't grass well that's those are the pellets that you're referring to okay recycled tires but um that's just paint and we i mean we got you fooled big time Mm. I mean, it's all the same it's all the same it's all the same so the dirt is basically shorter and the, the, the grass, infield grass in air quotes is a little bit taller, but it's the same. It's a different Native, color. All the same. It's all the same. All the same, painted okay. differently, so that way you can see yeah. the diamond. Right. Uh, the only thing that's, very clean. that's dirt. Yeah, it's I mean, it's mound. pretty neat. Um, yeah, the mound is dirt. 
Well, like half, the mound was dirt half yeah. dirt, half clay. Like it's called turfus. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's in essence a natural dirt. Yeah, it was like remember substance. old Sky Dome, and they'd have dirt mm-hmm. at the base, at near the bases, near mm-hmm. the sliding zone. Mm-hmm. Um, this is it's honestly just more for like I mean, kids they don't even they don't know what it's like to to drag a field after a game or before right. a game. Right. I mean, it's there's a it's different. Yeah. But um, mm. in the world that we live in today, it makes the most sense in order to get as many games in as we can. Right. So because you are subjected to a perhaps poorly designed placement of a baseball field. Definitely that. You went with the best tech you could go with to get the most games in. That's and correct. that's what you're going with. Yeah, there's a huge drain pipe under that field. Right. And if you if you remember, there's that creek on the right. Yep. So all the water drains from there mm-hmm. under the field out to that creek. Mm-hmm. And if if that doesn't light you up with the uh, with the peanut comment, we have signs in the dugout saying no seeds. So that's right. Oh well, no, well, yeah, gums out. That's actually referred to. So the fir- when I was gums take- amateur, when I was know. taking notes at the game today. I made sure to jot them down exactly as I saw them, and that took me about 10 minutes. So I'd like to read that for you right now. All right. So when I got and I was sitting second or third row at a high school field, these are the signs that I saw. And this is current 2022 baseball high school. Please no sunflower seeds, unshelled peanuts, glass containers allowed on these premises. Thank you. Blank, blank. That would be the school and the team name is the blank, blank. And then the second sign that I saw was blank high baseball. No gum or seeds permitted on the field. And so I'm a baseball guy. You're a baseball guy. Um, That really told me where we're at, at nowadays in terms of the thought that a and of course, without question, no tobacco products of any kind. So you're not allowed to chew tobacco, sunflower seeds, or gum, and you're a high school baseball player. Would this be correct? As the manager, you would agree? I believe the fifth. No, that's correct. Yeah. That's correct. That, as far as the rules are concerned. Okay. The unshelled peanuts and sunflower seeds, the thing that kept reverberating in my mind was, so I'm at a baseball game. And there's an authority figure that if they wanted to come up to me and say, sir, please stop shelling those peanuts, they would be in the right, not me. I mean, the, the signs are posted. Yeah, the signs are posted. I made a mess. I cleaned it up pretty good. There might have been a few. You know, I mean, the timing is later. perfect with this project that you've created, and that's it's all about protecting assets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and going further into it, that's the thing that I kept thinking was, if someone was going to come up to me and say, sir, what are you doing? They were going to tell me I was predicting what they might say. And no one did. But I was predicting that someone would say, we would have to pay someone to clean this up. And what I couldn't help but notice by being on this field was, or being near the field was, there was nothing natural. It was concrete, bench, stadium seating, yep. underneath concrete. And then move on to the field, which was not dirt, but plastic. And so, you know, by, I don't mean to pick on your field by any means, but it was, it was striking to see that 
someone like <laughs> me that played not that long ago, high school baseball. Uh, I never once played on a artificial field. It was only grass and dirt. And here we were. I mean, I saw multiple people slide head first. I saw multiple balls in the dirt. I saw no grass stains on uniforms or dirt on uniforms. And it would kind of gave me the feeling of just tire tracks. Yeah. This is the, this is the sign of the times right here. Okay. So like I said, I had you as a baseball through and through guy because I've known you a long time and I know that's a fact. I've played on softball teams with you. I've seen the way you play the game. I've talked to you about the game. The next question I want to have for you is as the manager of a, junior varsity high school team can you please explain to me and the show what an eh is okay well different than the dh in the fact that you're substituting a hitter for a player that's playing the field um still hitting nine people there are rules as long as the other team is on board with it where you'll hit more than nine people in a in a lineup um, at this level, it's mainly just about getting kids in the game and getting them playing time. So you'll hit 10 where you'll hit, you'll have the nine guys in the field and all nine hit, and then you add a 10th hitter. Okay. Okay. So I've played a similar rule in softball, you know, have a 10th hitter. It's great. You get an extra guy in the game as a baseball guy and now as a manager. I'm imagining it might be an incredible challenge to separate yourself as a baseball player and a baseball manager. Like you're with these kids. You're with these kids multiple times a week. You want to get guys in the game. I'm guessing. What do you, tell me how you feel about this EH in terms of good good for high school baseball, bad for high school baseball. Um well I think the perspective on it is at the lower levels. I mean, at JV and Frosh, if you're lucky enough to have a freshman team. Do you guys have a freshman team? We do. So you're the JV manager, but there's a actual we do, squad we, below y'all. We're doing both, yeah. Okay. So you have three units. You have varsity, junior varsity, and freshman. That's right. At your school. Okay. So you'll, we're playing teams um, that have them annually. And I think one of the parts that people, like, one of the things that inspires me about this project, again, is when we talk about how the game is changing, and in my opinion, sometimes for the worse, is that we have to inspire kids to to learn the game. Mm -hmm. And it should be educational. And you find the balance between being competitive and wanting to keep them around so that they understand the game better. This game is... Is the most beautiful game ever created. So if I can get another guy in the game, in a game where, yes, it's competitive, but there's no tournament, there's no mm-hmm. standings, you know? We play a few teams the same time. Like, we play the same team a few times a year. Right. But for the most part, it's just getting them ready for the next level. Which is varsity. Which is varsity. Okay. And that's when things get a little bit more competitive and it gets a little less, like, People are getting more specialized younger, and that mm-hmm. is scary to me. So, for where we are, I'm okay with it. I'm all about getting as many kids in the game as I can. Okay. So, that was going to be my next question. You kind of stole it. Magic wand placed in your hand. 
EH or node EH? It sounds like you're for, you're for in freshman affirmative. and JV. I'm fine with it. For JV, you're fine with it. But I'm okay. also fine without it. Like it, it, it's not something I'm necessarily advocating for. If the okay. other coach is going, hey, let's do it. I go fine, no problem. Okay, okay, because that's what I want to follow it up with next, which is. I've never managed a squad, but I can't help but have the feeling that, especially at the JV level, if you need to get more guys in the game, you have to sort of juggle that between winning and getting your guys in the game. Because basically the way I see it is you're trying to figure out who your best guys are and get them ready for varsity. To play the best. And you're trying you're trying to figure out who those people are in your squad. That's right. So I'm gonna throw this back on you as the manager. <clears throat> and I think you said it pretty well with the comment of I could go either way with it. But I challenge you to say, if you want to get more people in the game, figure it out. Get them in the game. I don't see anything that could be stopping you from saying, all right, Junior over here might not be our best guy, but I'm going to throw him at third base because he's shown some promise. This game, and give him three innings. And if he's playing a good game, I'm going to keep him in the game. But if he's not looking so good, hey, Junior, you're out. I might get you in the next few games. And so what I worry about is what's going on right now, and I see it all the time, is, yeah, yeah, we have these baseball rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. But who's stopping us from changing it a little bit to get extra guys in the game? And the thing that I worry about is once we start flipping the rules around a little bit, it kind of opens up the door for the next set of things to be like, oh, and I guess we could change that around a little bit too. Any comment on, on such things? I, I totally hear that perspective. And a lot of me agrees with it. <clears throat> Again, part of it is just understanding where we are. Like it's a step up from little league and pony where the games, you know, it's not every kid plays three innings, mm-hmm. gets a net back, gets a snow cone, yeah. moves on to the next piece. Yeah. It's a little bit more than that. Um, and I agree. Like, I, we work really hard. I, I sit down and I chart the game. I go, in a perfect world, I get everyone in the game and we win five to four. Okay. I would love that. Okay. Doesn't always work that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the idea of, like, yes, like, let's throw a guy out there and see what happens. But there's a growth that I had learned when I, my very first year of doing this, my goal was to get kids to love the game the way that I did. Yeah. That was very short-lived. <laughs> and it was a growth moment for me. It was, it's not on me. I was losing the kids that wanted it because I was trying to bring up the kids that were yeah. laissez-faire. Right. Okay. So I'm working really hard. Hey, Junior, your turn at third base. But the kid that was getting sacrificed for that moment wasn't down. Was not down. Yeah. So I have to find the balance of that. We have 15 kids on the squad. Baseball has nine positions. Mm-hmm. And I get to be honest with them. Here's why these guys are starting. Do you want to get in the game? 
learn a new position because you're getting beat out by this guy. I'm going to get you at bats. Be a good teammate. Be a role player. And that's something that's lost these days is it's all about, I mean, it's all about what, what about me? The world that we live in now, everyone's the star of their own show on the internet. On their fucking social media. Their own feed, yeah. Yeah, you know? Uh, it's like, co- I had a kid come up to me once, forgot his cleats, eating a Snickers bar, say, coach, when am I going to get in the game? <laughs> that happened. That was real. And I had to look him in the eye and go, you're not. <laughs> I, I don't. It was unreal. <laughs> and so it, that was a moment for me as a coach of going, okay, there's a balance here as well because I want to earn their trust. I don't want kids to show up to the game and be like, well, fine, time for me to find my unshelled peanuts and kick it for 11 innings. Yeah. But the game dictates itself and it allows us to find ways to get kids in the games when they're going to be successful. Yeah. I don't want to throw a kid who's never pitched. Yep. Right? Like those, it's a different, it's a different style, and uh, and we're also dealing with a different type of ball player than when you and I grew up with it. And that's something that this whole project has brought to light for me. Um, and that's, yeah, it's, I like being challenged by it because I'm with you, but I also, there's, there's an... You have to deal with things that I don't. We have to adapt Absolutely. to a different type of person and player. Okay. Um, but we're... You know, we're doing our best to keep the game alive, and that's what it's all about. So I want to know what kind of pressure you may or may not feel from the athletic director or the baseball department saying, we need to win. Or is it like, hey, figure it out, find me the best players for the varsity. Tell me how that process is kind of working. We're really lucky in that the guy who is running this program is very in tune with what's at stake here. He loves the game of baseball, the head of the baseball program. Okay. So we're trying to nurture the guys that want it. And so by the time that they're at varsity, the two or three years it takes to get there, they understand how it works. And we're very consistent. We work, we practice together as a program. So Oh, oh, junior varsity... Freshman and varsity practice together. That's right. I've never heard of this. It's fascinating. It's a lot of work. We have guys where we'll split them up and we'll do uh, drills. So the younger kids see what they're kind of working up to. Their competition. And also the older kids learn how to be leaders. Yeah. It's different than, you know... Is this it's a con- very different? Is this consistently what you might see in other high school programs in your league, or are you guys doing something uh, new? Because this is something I haven't heard of. Um, I don't think so, in the f- because I mean, varsity rules the roost, yep. and um, that's kind of how it should be, in my opinion. Yep. You know, you, everyone earns their stripes, and mm-hmm. then you get up there. But the way that we run it is. We just, we're, there's just a lot of transparency. We're paying attention. We're trying to make sure that the guys that are wanting it are getting their shots. And even the guys that might be new to it are learning the game. I tell them flat out that you get in the game if we trust you. And the way that we trust you is you understand the game. Mm-hmm. And you understand the game by watching it. And that's where we lose them. No one watches. The kids don't watch this game anymore. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I wish it was different. Yeah. I mean, okay, so me and my girl saw something today we haven't seen before. We wanted to ask you. This was on the opposing side. What was on their belts? In yeah. The middle oh. area. Um, they're all quarterbacks. Hand so it's hand warmers. I knew it. Hand warmers. She had it. My girl had it. Well, hand warmers. I have my doubts. Uh, plus playbook. Playbook. Ah. So the old style. They they have a couple of young kids that are coaching, okay. <clears throat> fresh out of college. So let, let me just say real quickly what we saw from the um, stands was sure. something in the belt buckle area, but it appeared to be larger. It appeared it appeared to have uh, more size than just a large belt buckle. We we never seen that before, so we wanted to know what and it is. So had them in their pockets. That's right. So um quarterbacks will have something similar yeah. on their forearm. Right. Right? And then they'll it'll velcro up and then as all the plays. So yep. um relaying information as a coach from third base is all about signs. Right. Yep. So yep. it's a physical sign that has meaning attached uh-huh. to it. For us we run an indicator. Yep. So nothing is on until I touch the indicator. Correct. And then the next sign is on. Mm-hmm. What they do is they have a variation of three numbers. So they'll yell out if you were hitting, uh-huh. they go anonymous. They go two one four. So then the hitter will reach into his Velcro hand warmer and in there is the playbook and then two one four will mean bunt. Okay. Or steal or yeah. whatever. So it's just a different way of communicating. Okay. All right. With with warming. I mean, that's just a <laughs> that's just a cherry on top for the kiddos. Okay. Okay. Gotta have hand gotta have heat. <laughs> okay, I think I got one more question for you involving a coach before we move on to maybe higher levels of the sport. Okay. As a coach, I saw you on the third baseline doing the signs, running the game, basically. How is the temptation to run heavy, almost video game style, as a coach, where when I'm watching the game, and I know it's low stakes because it's junior varsity, right? but yet I play junior varsity, so I know it doesn't feel low stakes. You know, Every at-bat feels really important. But I'm seeing you as a coach, and I'm going... I can't believe he's not running these guys more. Like, <laughs> let's challenge the defense. This is a junior varsity game. There's the stakes are so low. We got a chance to put the pressure on the defense. How is that as a coach to run heavy? Because you you guys ran some steals, but certainly not crazy. Right. So is that something you have to keep yourself in check for? Yes. Okay. Hundred percent. Okay. Um, is there a video game feel to that sort of? <laughs> We got these kids just like, eh, fuck it, run it. Yeah, just go. I mean, dude, there's, <laughs> it's so funny that the execution rate is so low. Like so many things have to go right to throw you out at second base. Yeah. But, um, for me, the biggest piece is to quote Bochi is keep the line moving. If we run ourselves out of it bats, yeah. I get less guys in the game. Yeah. So. The temptation is there. I have three kids on my team that I they have the green light. Oh, I don't so even got, tell them. You got three players them. if they feel like they can make it. They have. They can steal. They've earned it. It's their own they've earned it. They okay. can do. Yep. I'm like you yeah. call it, and I trust you no matter what. And they 
do they appreciate that? Is that something you have kind of a I personal so. meeting? Yeah, I hope that there's a mutual respect there of like, yeah. hey, you're you're the guy, you get it, and uh, if you get a jump, go. Yeah. But a lot of the guys, again, it, it comes down to IQ. They don't like if if you're gonna steal second base, what are you looking for? I'm usually looking for. The pitcher's motion first. Sure. If I How fast feel, he is, if right? I feel like I can tell if and when he's going to go to the plate versus you know throw over to first or second, um, I'm thinking about the catcher. How quickly that person can move, and you know most of my steals were done at an age when I got to lead off for the first time, and so it was incredibly exciting. You know, literally, you can't leave the base until the pitch crosses the plate. And, you know, you can steal, but that's not a real steal. All of a sudden, totally. you get to pony leagues and you go, I can lead off as far as I want. I can leave whenever I want. So most of my steals were done at that level. And I probably didn't have a ton of discernment at 13 or 14. Right. But that's probably the most fun I've ever had on the bases. And probably the most I've ever been picked off or thrown off thrown out on the bases. So I don't think my discernment was super high at that point, <laughs> but then watching your game today, I couldn't help but feel like all the people I was seeing, I just kept thinking like, I can't believe he's not just running these guys like crazy. Steals Just, you know, like anything close. It's like, we're running, we're running. Let's make the defense decide. But yet I kept checking myself thinking, this guy has a program to run. He can't just turn this into a video game. Yet my temptation watching it was like, come on, this is this is a, vi a perfect video game scenario. But you didn't do that, so I gave you credit for keeping it real. But I had to ask you about it because, oh, my God, oh, if did. I was the coach, it felt like I'd just send everyone, you know. It's like, oh, the catcher has to throw a perfect throw out a second. They got to lay the tag on and all Big that Big time. Stuff. And that book, you said it at the very, when I asked you, and, and I asked the kids the same thing. We talk about it. What are you looking for if I give you the steal sign? Mm -hmm. They're like, the steal sign. I'm like, what? No, like, what? No. You yeah. Are you not paying attention to the pitcher? You don't steal off the catcher. You steal off the pitcher. Yeah. It's all about anticipation. Yeah. You know? If you see him and you see a move and you don't make a decision, that's fine. But if you see a move and you anticipate... Or it's a position where what? It's a 0-2 count. What happens in 0-2 counts? Breaking balls, usually. Mo yeah. And in high school, um, that shit's in the dirt, like 90% of the time. Mm -hmm. So I'm going, hey, if it's in the dirt and you see, you're at first base, you can see the trajectory of the ball. It's in the dirt, you go. That's yeah, what we off. Yeah, and that stuff is long gone. So the new rule is. If you hesitate, go back. Okay. That's that's what I teach him. If you if you for a split second don't recognize what you want to do, go back. Let's not take the bat out of our out of our teammates' hand. So from your recollection from today's game, did any of those three people with the green light did they steal yep. a base on their own? Yep. Okay. Were they successful? He was. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah. Was it just one? Maybe more than one? One guy went once, and, uh, yeah, it was perfect. And they stole second? Yeah. Okay. Really good. Oh, that's good to hear. And that probably, as a third base coach, 
make, makes you pretty happy. Like, I just, I know it makes me feel good that they, it's a trust thing. Yeah. Like, hey man. And I, we have one sign. It's I, I tap the top of my helmet. Yeah. Cause we have to wear helmets now. Right. And I tap. You. Yeah. Third base. Cause third I play. Coach. Yeah. They don't okay. trust us anymore. Okay. But I tap the wow. top of my helmet wow. and, and he looks at me and helmet he taps on. it back. Yep. And that means you're on your own. You're on your own. Man, that's so cool to hear. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, thank you. I did not see that coming. Hey, Junior. Out. I mean, we got you full big time. Mm. Sir, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, we have these baseball rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah.